Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. And welcome to the big show. We're going to get right into it. Uh, in studio today, of course, Paulie the Mole, Josh Josh of infamous K-Rock Josh fame, Joe Salzone and yours truly. And if you remember correctly, we left off yesterday with Joe talking about, uh, we, we mentioned that we're going to actually have a tryout on Tuesday. I have exciting news about how this has progressed, by okay, the way. Cool. Controversy all over the place and luxury in addition set up by yours truly. Um, so Joe referred to um, practice as rehearsal. <laughs> he said, I got to go to rehearsal, which led us to do this. If I can't rehearse, I can't rehearse. If I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Simple as that. It's not about that at all. But it's easy to talk about and sum it up when you just talk about rehearsing. We're sitting here and I'm supposed to be the franchise player and we're in here talking about rehearsing. I mean, listen, <laughs> we're talking about rehearsing, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about rehearsing, not a game, not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last, not the game. We're talking about rehearsing, man. I mean, how silly is that? We're talking about rehearsal. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. And I'm not shoving it aside like I don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we're talking about rehearsal, man. What are we talking about? Rehearsing. We're talking about rehearsing, man. We're talking about rehearsing. We're talking about rehearsing. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about rehearsing, man. When you come to the arena and you see me play, you see me play, don't you? Well, it's not Shakespeare. Wow. Wow. I wow. will give you credit. You killed it on that. He okay. killed it, didn't he? <laughs> well done. He killed it. He, the, the, the Shakespearean emoting that he was able to, <laughs> able to dig deep, vastly deep into his soul. Oh, I loved it. It's a little project. different than reading the Gettysburg Address into a microphone. <laughs> Four horse and 20 beers ago, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tittiesburg Address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh uh, you know, so l- let me fill you in on some. So w- I don't know if I have to dump that or not. Well, we're no, it's a it little out. late. It's a little late. It's a little late. Uh, I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know on, what to do. Make my, memo to self. Swear when he's on his phone. Yeah. Because gotcha. he was finishing that text come hell or high water. Uh, so let me lay this out for you for those people who maybe have missed the show, which I'm sure there aren't many. There's millions of you out there listening as we speak. Mm-hmm. We realize that. But we can't service everyone. Sometimes you do have to go to the potty. Um, <clears throat> we have formed a team here at Galaxy Media, the Galaxy Giants, the Great Ed Levine's um, home court. And it has turned out, which we thought would be kind of an apathetic effort because not enough people would care. We now have a turnout greater than the number of spots that are available. Yeah. So uh, we, we have delegated uh, Gomez uh, to be our coach. He has deep ties with the Syracuse program and vast experience under Coach Beheim and some tutelage. In other words, he can't dribble or shoot. Uh, and so he's going to coach a team. So now, Paulie, let me get this straight with you. Are you going to attempt to play? Or you? Do- I'll try. Okay, so Paulie is indeed trying out. Joe Salzone, man of ape arms. We, 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 the defense that you could possibly play if we go to a zone. Right. You've got the big wide. Are you trying out? 
Or just know. the bulge could scare away from anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one's covering down, the bulge. Down low. Yes. They call him down low Joe. Yes. Might, might get in my way. I'll try. Do Joe's we have trying. a tape measure? Because his reach <laughs> has to make him 6'7". Right. He's he's how tall are you? 5'4". He's 5'4 with a 6'4". Easily. And now, have you have you great? Has that been commented on before in your life? No, that, not 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 until I worked here. I noticed it and called him Grape Ape when he first started. <laughs> and, and the long arm of the law. Yeah. Well, he's one of the only people that I've met standing totally erect can scratch his knees without yes. having to bend. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, I can't figure Go out. Go like if he's... this. Let me see your hand. Yeah. So there's nothing disproportionately large about his hand, which is sad for his girlfriends. But yeah. yeah. I can't find out if he's Java Man or Cro Magnum Man. Would you he, rather have long had, arms like him or T Rex arms, like shorter T Rex arms? Well, maybe somewhere in the middle is I yeah. think what Paulie's pointing out. I guess I see. Sure. He like he he like he didn't fully evolutionize. <laughs> he's like the missing link. Well, until he learned the language, his family went. Yeah, right. <laughs> like on that evolution chart, he's just one to the left. So like he's not all the way up, sitting up, ready. Or he could over. be some offshoot we haven't yet discovered. That's true too. You he know, could, he maybe he's more evolved than us. No, Cro- oh, that's he's, not he's crow zone man. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> crow cell zone. Crow's, crow zone. Yeah. So, so now we've got Joe. Now, of course, for entertainment value too, I've got to see Seth and Joe on the same court. I got to see that. Mm-hmm. I might elbow So I've too. stepped up our game. Uh, I will read you this communication uh, from our star player, um, Eric Devendorf. Uh, and Devo says, I said Tuesday, 2.30, Mellow Center, which as you guys were going to delegate us to Syracuse's college courts, we are no longer playing there, ladies and gentlemen. We indeed have acquired the Mellow Center wow. for our 2.30 trial privately just stuff. Maybe even some of the players running around too. Okay. So that could be fun because I think there's a lot of value into shooting some of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be some 10-second. Like the yeah. look of on Frank Howard's face as Joe Salzone's trying to shoot a jump shot <laughs> might be priceless. Uh, uh, there's, uh, listen, listen, I think there's great value in what uh, I want to step off the court from time to time to get People of their reaction and their <laughs> sure, opinion. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You never know. The high might come down himself. I'll bring two of the GoPro cameras and just set those up to record the whole thing. So can we shoot around for a bit? He said, "Yes, I'll be at the. I'll be at Mellow. Yeah." I said, "Cool, thank you. No problem. Text me before you come." So we are now in two thirty. So then this morning, so here's the lineup that we have so far. So we've got Joe, Seth, Josh, me, Paulie, everybody in this room. Then we've got um, Burgandy's trying out. Burgandy's coming. All right. Uh, Eric is already a, 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 a he's in. Yeah, Devo's so, on the team. Devo's on the team. Uh, and then we've got Seth coming in. So we've got a, a nice turnout if we want to do like a little three on three or four on four just to get, to, you know, run around for a half hour or whatever we're going to do, along with whatever coach has us doing a trying out. I mean, sure, sure. I, I'm not imagining we're dribbling in between cones no, or anything. No, I am not running sprints. I will tell you that. <laughs> no, yeah. neither am I. You're not even walking sprints. Yeah, so yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? So the controversy comes from the name we've left off the group right now, Brent Axe. Yes. Who pops into the morning show this morning, and I wave him. I say, hey, come come in. Again. So he sits down, and he says the following. I said, you know, we're going to get together. I'm in, man. I'm coming. I'll be there at 2.30, wherever we're going. Yeah. I go, we're going to get the mellow. I'm pretty sure we got it. He said, I'm in. He goes, I go, yeah, because we're having to try it. He goes, well, I don't have to try out, do I? And so we looked at him. And we went, oh, yes, you have to try out. Now, his prediction is, you're the sleeper. So, because what we said was, oh boy, well, this is what he said. He goes, "Don't he's let him." He's a sleeper. He yeah. said, "He said, don't let him ki- kid you. He's full of it. He's actually got skills in basketball." So, as I break the team down, I'm thinking, well, for sure, Eric's the shoe in, and then somewhere, I'm not sure who's the two, three, and four slot. 
But I'm imagining I'm going to make the team. I'm going to stretch that imagination to think I'm going to make it somewhere in the in in those other three yeah, you slots. You played. You still play. I think you'll be fine. But 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 I'm not really worried about it. Um, but but the interesting thing is. How does this work with you? No, Axe thought he's Brent Axe. He's in. Mm-hmm. He thought he's in. Yeah. And evidently he needs, this could be the face-off for, I'm figuring the face-off for the three and four slot. I'm looking at Burgandy th- figuring this kid can hoop. He's younger than all of us. He's tall. And I said to him, and he gave that that kind of you know, like duh face when I went, do you hoop? Can you play basketball? Well, went, and you've, you've left the name out too. Sam. Sam Fortier. He hoops. Oh, Sam Cummins? Yes. Ooh, it, the, the plot Look at his, twi- his Twitter profile so this is him the- doing a killer crossover, for God's sake. I wouldn't call it killer. Yeah, I don't know about killer. Yeah, right. All right. And of course, that guy was, you know, he he met him at a Nambla meeting. Yeah. Or so. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you, I, I'm honored that you think I'm a sleeper, but I guarantee you I get cut. I guarantee you. Okay. I don't got the so, speed. So, so, so let's, go, let's go with this. If you're picking our four, mm-hmm. and you had to go just on paper, who's our four? Devo, you... Burgandy, uh, I don't know Burgandy's skills, but I would say Sam Fortier, and That's it. and yeah, I mean Sam and that before. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. I'm not on that list. Yeah. <laughs> Devastated. Wouldn't it be they're so great if Joe was the sleeper? Would it be so great if he's one of those guys that for years has been like on Hoosiers in his yard just shooting? And- he can dunk from being five four without jumping. His <laughs> arms are so long. He's got. Go, go, gadget arms. Okay. Did you see what he did? In order to clear his nose, he had to drop his shoulder all the way back because his arm was so long. <laughs> he did. He went like this. He yeah. went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I can't even touch my nose. Like, it's, just... like, people don't even realize he picks pennies up off the floor because he doesn't bend down. So yeah, he doesn't he look cheap. Up, he he doesn't walk around. He just scoops them up as he's yeah, going. Yeah. He's like one of those ball retrievers that you use yeah. to get your ball out of the lake. <laughs> Yeah, you ever see him play golf? His hands are on the metal. They're past yeah, right. the grip. They're he's so like far Dorf. there. Yeah, he's like, he's like Dorf on golf. That's beautiful. Well, you know, it's it's going to be really fun. It's going to be fun to it shoot those. So I think, uh, I don't know, Axe was shooting his mouth off about your skills. But how do we handle the fragile ego of Axe if he doesn't make the team? He'll get over it. He'll get over it. I don't yeah, think he'll be heartbroken. He gets to spend time with his family. <laughs> we don't get, he don't got to work on a weekend? Wouldn't that be great if he comes down and he's like... Uh, um, what was the movie? Uh, um, oh God! What was the movie he did when he played? Uh, I like nobody even thinks of me. Well, yeah, you're, you're offended. Conclusion. Yeah, you're offended that uh, we haven't thought yeah, of like you. The what world I, needs tall boys. What if I can ball? What, yeah, what if, if he's I, like Muggsy Bogues? He wants Bogues? a basketball coach. What if he's what Muggsy Bogues? What if, what if, what if I, I have fly? a killer crossover like Josh does? What if I? Yeah, Very true. What if I'm a water bug on defense? But if you had a big penis, you wouldn't be lonely either. So, That's you know, right. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs going on. <laughs> he was, he did coach the kid. well, kids. I guess he coached kids at basketball, but he did, I mean, he must have had some kind of, he's sitting by the court for 20 years. He must pick up something. Look, I'm, I'm, look, I could easily be cut from this team. I'm a fat former wrestler football player. You can, just because I you're play You're not getting basketball. cut. You're the name. You're the name. Yeah. You're the, uh, you're, oh, oh yeah. so that's the reason I'm going to get in? Cause no, because I think you can play, but even if it's the only reason like, you're here. <laughs> 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 Holy setup, Batman! Wow. Yeah, you're the wow. man. They're not taking you off the team. Like that's yeah. shocking to you. <laughs> yeah, because of how much press the team's gonna get because I'm on it. Oh my god! But it'd be it'll be a thrill for the people coming to watch the thing. Our, the year out there, our nationally ranked team. <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy a-hole disease, Batman. Yeah, no. What's that? The, the two stars are Devo and you. You and Devo are on the team. So no one's going to care if I'm on the team. They will, too. You see how no, people interact no, with you. Well, well, we got the special needs Baldwin. We yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the one Baldwin who hooped. You played on that uh, that league for a little bit. Listen, and I'm then not, you're still going down I'm the not, line. I'm not worried that I could go and beat the crap out of Axe or Brigandi or any of them. ED would destroy me. Mm. So that's the only guy that I'm going to worry about. I but, would love for Baldwin to get in a fight in a charity basketball game. Oh, that, yeah. That's, that's, like, that's what like America <laughs> imagines. Like, when Listen, you, I you had, know what I mean, though? I, ha- I had one happen that was so, so classic. I'm at my mat. Um, this guy's like the the trainer, former college guy, and Ray Liotta has this game every Saturday morning <laughs> at his house, right? And this guy was a pretty good basketball player. And I, I don't know if he was going full out on us, but I don't think he expected a couple of the other guys there that were actors could actually play. And this one, I was in my 30s, so I could play a lot better than I can now. And so I start lighting this guy up, and 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 then, of course Ray is totally fueling the fire. He's going, "Oh, Baldwin scores again!" You know, and we're playing three on three in his driveway. He's got a big basketball court there, beautiful house. And so this guy starts, you know, really getting up on me and, and pushing on me. He's a big kid. So now we start going at it. You know, we're we're like really hacking each other. And at one point, it, you know, no one's even seen the ball anymore. Each one of us is just shooting and trying to beat each other up. And I grabbed him by the back of his hoodie and in midair when he jumped up and just yanked him to the floor. I mean, it was so ridiculously flagrant. And everybody, it was like, it went, do, re, mi, fa, bah! You know, I just grabbed him and decked him. And Ray looked at me and goes, dude, what are you doing? It's a pickup basketball game in my driveway. I dropped him right on the back of his head. But like anybody that goes to TMZ even once a month would not be surprised to see you beat somebody at a charity basketball game. No, that wouldn't be shocking. <laughs> I don't think that would be shocking. If we're did talking it, press. This did, is the way yeah. to get press. Did, 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 it, did it get us the victory? <laughs> I mean, that's all really at the end of the day that matters because people don't Who came in second at the Indy 500 Exactly last year? right. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Daniel Baldwin knocks out the president of National Grid playing <laughs> down <there. laughs> <laughs> corporate classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Baldwin fights the Make-A-Wish team. <laughs> exactly right. I love, I love, bring it, Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Pussies. I love it. I love it. It's going right, to be fun. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. The latest sports news, scores, opinion, and commentary. If that's not enough, you should seek professional help. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. And now. You're going to do whatever you have to do to protect your... What is- What's playing? I don't know. Listen, it's a Friday. What are we doing? It's all good, man. Check it's out. all good. Herkimer Mines uh, tomorrow with the kids on a sleepover. Mining again. Herkimer Diamonds, bro? Herkimer Diamonds. Nice. That's a classic Central New York overnight. Oh, my God. It's so much fun to see my kids working together in tandem quietly all about, you know, because I've got them convinced that there's gold in them, they're yeah, here. Oh, they know. love it. They love oh, it's it. It's worth big bucks if they find the right size one. Then the guy that took us up there said, um, you know, last year someone found one the size of a football. <laughs> My kids' eyes lit up, you know. <laughs> like, how much is it worth? I go, a lot, Avis. You can buy a house. <laughs> 
We used to go in the boy with the Boy Scouts, and you'd bring home like a baggie of these diamonds, and you thought that it was like you were the richest son of a bitch that's ever lived. We went last weekend, <laughs> told my niece. My niece goes, we're in. So I'm renting the cabins, doing yeah. the overnight the whole bit. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So Sorry, you guys can't help no that music what, thing, huh? I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> He's stroking out on us. <laughs> He's stroking He's out. stroking out. Sure. Um, so let's talk about this draft a little bit. Um you know, the, the draft has grown to be such a, a seismic event. You know, I must mm-hmm. must have been crazy. You get any reports? Uh, my my yeah, Cody went down there. He said it's just he he has been there. I think yesterday he was there twelve hours between the NFL experience and then getting into the Dallas Mega Dome. He took a picture from his seat at the draft, and he was a mile away from what was happening. Like he was literally. An area code away. It was. It's those people at the Carrier Dome that sit up in the corner for the Duke game, and you're like, why the hell? Would you watch from up there? Yeah. He was so far away. Well, so, and Dallas actually, I saw some projections, already scores from ESPN on how they felt certain teams did in the draft. And like Dallas. That's how, that's how far away he is, way up there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's way up there. But he says he, he said he doesn't care. He said the experience has been awesome. There's just everything. If you're a football nut like he is, everything you could imagine is there. The players, the experience, uh, hearing Roger Goodell get booed as he comes out every single time. It's just, Why does Goodell get booed so much? Why do they hate him? Do they just hate every commissioner or do they hate him? I don't know. But uh, before you get into your whole breakdown of it, did you see Roger Staubach throw that football last night? No. So they've got three... Cowboy greats up on the on the uh, stage. Aikman, G- Witten, uh, and yeah. uh, and Staubach. So they got footballs to throw into the crowd, and so Witten and Aikman lob the ball in. Staubach, seventy six years old, throws an absolute <laughs> missile, like a thirty yard dart. Whoever into the caught crowd. it is whoever caught it's feeling it today. I'll tell like you he, that much. He's, He's still got a. He's can. not seventy six. Yes, yes, he is. Is he that old? Yes. And he threw a laser at some <laughs> poor friend. <laughs> and everybody on Twitter is like, "Is seventy six year old Roger Starbuck still like the best quarterback?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a scut. Like, oh yeah, it was awesome. Wow, that's badass. Awesome. I love seeing. I love hearing stuff like that. Um, well, so I'm going to open up with the obvious. It's the first pick of the draft. And Cleveland's up with the obviously needs five first round picks to try to even build something out there. They're so dismal, and they take Baker Mayfield. And and, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to make any sense of why they took him. Because you point at well, go ahead, tell us your point about it. Well, they could have taken Barkley and then still gotten a very good, maybe even Mayfield quarterback at the at the four spot. Right. Who did they take it for? I got to look. Uh, yeah, because they, uh, they, they graded. They quarterback Denzel Ward, which Brent X did not like, but I don't have a problem with it because they need help everywhere. And they apparently, get, well, people were thrown over the top of them all season, so they needed a quarterback. They just took, they filled the need. Right. Well, the rule of thumb when you particularly have, well, any draft pick really, but when you're talking about the first 10 draft picks in particular, Nowhere does this rule of thumb apply more. And that is, you either have a shot at a guy that you personally, your team has been targeting. We want so-and-so, so-and-so. Or you're taking the guy because of what he brings to you as trade bait for other assets that you might need. And so, although 
uh, say, you know, Tommy Shalami is the best defensive back in all football, hands down the best guy. If your defensive backfield in your Cleveland is even decent and you can get another couple guys, this one player is worth three other guys to a team that desperately needs that, mm-hmm. that you know, especially a contending team that says if we have him, we shore up the defensive backfield. So, you know, you're Atlanta, one of those second tier playoff teams. You know where you're you're looking to rebuild. That's an impact player that's going to walk on the field and play right away. In Cleveland, everybody that gets drafted is probably going to play right away, no matter how good they are, because they've got nothing going on there. But I look at Mayfield and I think to myself, okay, they've already gone down this road with an undersized quarterback who won a Heisman Trophy. Now, granted, for personal reasons, I think more than anything. Johnny Manziel failed in Cleveland, and 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 I I really do hope for this guy. Somebody picks him up and he gets a chance to play again. And he can get sober and do the things he needs to do because he's exciting to watch. But the sheer height factor in the NFL linemen when they collide with each other and stand straight up, and defensive linemen that put their hands up, these are six foot four on average guys. The defensive linemen, so you have to throw the ball. Over them, especially the short down the middle passes where that where they they can't literally see them, so they have to find seams in between the linemen. When you're an undersized, a Flutie, for instance, was very famous for this. He had to look in between the linemen and try to get the ball past them so that he could hit a guy that was only ten yards downfield over the middle, or somebody who was who was doing a quick cross pattern or whatever the pattern might be, a drag. So. I, I believe Baker Mayfield is really just six foot. I, I think every one of them stretches it. He says six one. He's six foot. I cannot believe that Cleveland felt it was necessary or an investment for them to take this guy like he's going to start this year. Well, I, he he won't start. They got Taylor to start this year and hopefully mentor him a little bit. But I don't know. It well, doesn't. It's like you said. They need help everywhere. It doesn't seem like it's like just a quarterback issue. You're right, but we see what my point about it is is exactly what Paulie was saying. There were so many other guys that I think that there's a there's still a question mark in the league about this guy, even though he did really well. He's not your stereotypical Rosen six four drop back. You know he's got this kid from Wyoming, the Buffalo guy. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the league. I don't know whether he's got the brain for it, but he can sling it. I mean, he can really throw the ball at this guy. The 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 if on him has been because of the division that he played in, has he been tested against the best talent yet? And the answer to that would obviously be no. He played at Wyoming, for mm-hmm. God's sake. He didn't play at Clemson. So we don't know yet. But he he can I would much rather take a guy like that that I know I can develop those skills after I've met him. And believe me, these teams that took these guys sat him down and talked to them. You know what I mean? They, is he a coachable guy? Is he a guy we want to be with? Is he a potential franchise kind of guy? So they know those things. But I got to figure, this is not the SEC. There's not insider trading going on that you're going to be sanctioned for. So there must have been, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to gamble that Mayfield's gone. He was bait. That they grabbed him because by grabbing him, they know they can get a couple of other things that they want. I don't think they took him with the intent of having him be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. I would not be shocked at all if he ends up somewhere else uh, um, backing somebody up that's a little older or something. I I don't see him staying in Cleveland. I think you're crazy. They're they're building around him. Are they? Yeah, I think so. So what do they want Tyrod Taylor for? They did it for a year. Just to get, just to let Baker Mayfield, you know, learn the. Learn so Taylor's going to be the starter, and and Mayfield backs Taylor up. Yeah, bar- and they're going to groom Mayfield, and yeah. Mayfield becomes 
the quarterback for their, you know, provided he stays healthy for the next five years or so in yeah. Cleveland. A stat That's that I gave Daniel off the air is in the last 19 years, uh, Cleveland has started 28 quarterbacks. 28 quarterbacks. That's a lot of quarterbacks. The team I'm torn on is the New York Giants. With Saquon got, Barkley? They got the best player in the draft. Right. But they're going all in on Eli Manning. Yeah, you know, he's only got a couple of years left, right? Yeah, but they got the best player, so I'm torn. They, you're never going to get an opportunity to get a quarterback like they had this year. Like, you know, there were so many quarterbacks for them to have an opportunity to snag at that spot and build for the future. But they got the best player in the draft, so mm-hmm. I'm torn. Who's backing up uh, um, Eli? I have no idea. That's that's. I'm look it up. I'm Let's not that up. big of because, a because maybe they have more trust in him than we know. Maybe we have more. Tr- um, so they graded ESPN's uh, Davis Webb. Oh yeah. Oh, I think we did. We see him once last year. No, who he last placed and started that day, that that one game that broke his streak? Geno Smith. That was a yeah, total, G- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, so now so, Eli's thrown to Saquon Barkley, who that's a great team. And Odell. Yeah, well, Barkley's a running back. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to catch the ball. As I say, yeah. throwing to Saquon. He's going to catch the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was surprised. I thought that um, Odell letting that video go was, a, was a, a total plant on his side to get out of New York. That's what I really thought that was. Because otherwise, why in God's name would you stand there with a mound to blow and pose for a video? The other thing is the Giants' offensive line stinks. And now they have a running back that, you know. So you're saying that it's a benefit? Well, no, they got a running back that isn't going to be able to run because their offensive line is terrible. So we'll see how it goes. Let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more more about the NFL draft. Do you have a so what there, buddy? I got a couple. Everything is draft stuff, though. So what? So what? Go ahead. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now, what do you, you want to do a little so what first? Oh, are we doing so what? <coughs> we can talk about the draft. We can talk. Uh, well, I got mostly draft stuff. So let's go into so what and t- come back and talk about the draft while I text my brother. And try to get him on the show. Uh, all right, so... Hold on. What? This is a professional radio show. I'm so excited. It's time for... Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Terrell and Tremaine Edmonds of Virginia Tech were the first brothers ever... To be drafted together, not in the same team, but drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. I think that's a really cool story. My Steelers got uh, got what they needed, uh, some uh, defensive backfield help, and uh, I think it's a really cool story. I think that's a pretty cool story, too. We had three brothers that went to the two high schools in our town were Burner High School that I went to, and my father coached at Massapequa High School, and the uh, the commentator, Brian Baldinger... Um, <laughs> Um, do, you know, do you know Brian Baldinger? No, but I like his you name. You would know him if you saw him. He's been a, a, an NFL analyst yeah. on, on the network for many Good years. Baldinger. Dinger uh, played. Brian played. His brother, uh, Richie Baldinger, played for Kansas City. And Gary Baldinger played. So there was three linemen in the NFL. Gary played for Buffalo at the same time. 
which we always took great pride in from the, you know, you guys that are famous from your town, you're like, yeah, man, Dinger went to school with us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there were three brothers. But at two in the first round, that's And they'll impressive. face each other, right? Buffalo and, and Pittsburgh? They could. Uh, they, yeah, they, I think they play this year. Do they play this year? I'm not positive, but they could. They didn't last year. I would have taken my friend. Uh, you ever eat at the Gem Diner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Gem Diner is just outstanding. They're opening up a new place, Doug is. Yeah, your mom's uh, foundation's all over the tables and stuff in there. Yeah, we, 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 we sell advertising. The Gem, you know, Doug and Tammy have been so giving and, and loving to us and helping us raise money to try to find a cure for breast cancer. So so Doug's a friend, and and, uh, and we've talked you know many, many times uh, about going to a game together. Uh, his son, Ben, is the biggest Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm like, I'll take you to a Buffalo game. He goes, if they're playing the Steelers, I'll go. So I'm, I've been waiting for that matchup. I, I, I don't be, see any Steelers games this year. Yeah, I don't see it either. I'll make the road trip with him. You I'm go a to Steelers Pittsburgh? fan. Hell yeah. You take the trip with us? Yeah, I won't go in the winter, though. No, no, no. There's nothing fun well, that's about half the season. So what are you talking? You don't no, like you snowballs. Go one of the first three weeks of the season, yeah. You don't like being cold. But no, you... it sucks. Can't you just put the coat on? And what, what... I did it, and it was freezing. What and if it was I get snow? you in one of the sweet bo- then the boxes? Then I'm going. Then I'm yeah. going. That's different. I'll get you in the glass. I'm not sitting in the cold watching a game. I can watch on my couch. Come with the famous guy. He's the only reason he's on the basketball <laughs> team. Right. I'll get you in the glass. The only reason I hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Mal made history who? last night. Kim, I'll tell you who. Kim Mal made history last night by being the first female agent to have the highest picked. Uh, draft pick. That's with a lot of words. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley was drafted, and she was his agent. What are you looking at? Another salesperson <laughs> standing uh, yeah, her yeah. face in the window. It's Brittany, though. She just had her baby. I'm think. I'm sure she's doing the. Uh, Brittany. She's doing, uh, doing the baby tour. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you have the baby? Oh. <gasps> wow. There's a newborn baby in the studio. And a little puppy. Oh my god. The goodness. Facebook feed is going wild. <laughs> Baby Hello, meets puppy. Oh, sweet bear. Oh, over here. Come, here. Come over here. Show the camera. Come around. Look you at you, sit? Brittany. You snapped right back, didn't you? I know. I feel great. Look at you. Oh, Indy, sit, get down. This is your number one home for puppies and babies. <laughs> the ESPN radio. <laughs> What's the baby's name? Parker. Parker. Hi, Parker. How old is Parker? One week. One, One week, week and you're already out wow. walking around? Uh, wow, look how I much your face Wow. Yeah. Look at you, Parker. Congratulations. Thanks. Oh, oh, sweet. My dog is going to eat that baby. <laughs> oh, you're the oh, baby. No. All right. I dingo eat my baby. There's, my this Brittany. is ridiculous, like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> There's, There's a cuteness puppy. overload. There's like oh. a puppy trying to get to the baby. Puppy and a baby. Andy, get over here. Come here. This is a radio show. We are... Oh, that's a great moment. Look at you. Really, the dog really wants to see the baby. There, there's a baby in here. So what? Let's do the radio show. <laughs> wow! Look at the harshness over a beautiful little baby. Congratulations! Wow. Wow, we got a show to do. Right. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Jeez. We're in the middle You're of the mean one. No, it's cute for Mr. two minutes. Mr. Grinch. It got its two minutes. Got to keep things on track here. Yeah. See how it is. So man. Uh, nobody cares about the female agent having the highest. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Not really. Uh, it's 2018. <laughs> right. Wait, women can do that? What? <laughs> right. Shouldn't and she be in the kitchen? And then but finally. did she make me breakfast is what I want to know. <laughs> finally. <laughs> You're not touching that one, huh? No, I'm, I'm like it. <laughs> finally, acting powerhouse Rob Schneider has attacked 
a Baldwin brother. Oh, great. <laughs> in the New York Daily News, he said, uh, in, in reference to your brother Alex's portrayal of the president, he said, uh, the genius of Dana Carvey was that Dana always had empathy for the people he played, and Alec Baldwin is has nothing but a fuming, seething anger toward the president. It is hard to watch. Alec Baldwin is a brilliant actor, but he's not a comedian. Okay, well, so I'm not going to say so much to this. I'm going to point out something that has always plagued me during my career when these types of things happen, whether it's about me or whether it's about one of my brothers. So, <clears throat> first thing, um, he's not a comedian. He's won Golden Globes and Emmys for Thirty Rock, a sitcom comedy. Rom. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna debate that some, mm -hmm. although it, it doesn't really. That's such a stupid statement to make. Um, he's hosted Saturday Night Live more times than anyone else, including Steve Martin. But he's not funny. Okay, so that that's his opinion. But the the thing that always bugged me was when I would see people go beyond i don't i don't enjoy his impersonation of trump i like dana carvey better you know couldn't but he's a seething angry so obviously there's some um underlying he's either a trump supporter or he's got a personal issue with alec or whatever but it's funny how none of them will say it to your face none of them and so after they make the comment because you worked with them moving they say oh he was a dick or he was this or i didn't like him then you see the guy Hey, bro, how yeah. you doing? And he's chummy, 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 because he knows I'll knock him out. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem. I, you go ahead, throw the cuffs on me, Paulie. I've had Rob Schneider in studio, and he sucks. He's uninteresting, and he sucks. He was in your studio in yes. the show? What was the circumstance? Why? Rob, was, you hear he that? Was, Rob, I know you're listening. He was doing the funny bone, and you know how the funny bone guys come in? Right, right, right. 99% of the time, they're great. He, Rob Schneider sucked. What he made was, him suck so bad? He just sat there. He was rude. He ate a bag of peanuts the entire time. He gave me no response. He had no answers. He d definitely did not want to be on the radio that morning. Wow. And he was just a, a total D-bag. He needs Adam Sandler to write his lines for him. <laughs> that was well, my burn. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> you know, I've seen movies he's done before that I laughed, that I liked. That I liked what he did. What was Deuce the, Bigelow? Deuce Bigelow. Love sure. it. Love Deuce Bigelow. That one where he turns into the woman, that was pretty funny. Yeah, so, uh, but it sounds to me like this is a politically rev. I just would love to see like an SNL function and have him show up and have him look at my brother. My brother is, is not a little guy either, and he's not, you know, mm -hmm. but, but they all have such big balls when they're hiding behind the press that they would make a personal attack of it. Like, what's the constructive reasoning behind him having an opinion? He's not Alex's agent. They don't have a movie coming out together. They don't really, I don't think, know each other well. So, but I guarantee if Alex hosting the show, and he's on it. He's sucking up to Alec like he sucks up to Adam Sandler. Who, by the way, Sandler's actually a really good guy. I've heard that. I've, really I, good guy. I really it. nice. He's been putting Rob Schneider's sucky ass in movies oh. for 20 years. No. I'm, I'm ignoring that Onondaga Boom. County burn ban. Well, I invited. I invited. Look at us sticking up for your brother. He yeah. needs our help. Yeah. Anyone all right with the DBs mole, all right with The mole with me? will fight Rob Schneider. Yeah, for bring him in, Rob Schneider. <laughs> Let's go. He's not a big dude. He's very tiny. Rob no. Are you very tiny. Okay. I, I would do that steel cage. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll sweep his legs. <laughs> I'll sweep mm -hmm. his legs. I'll do the crane kick out of him. I'm going to give him the hard punch. Do you remember Stan the Man Stasiak? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Stan. Should I we go to break, take our last break, and then come back? Sure. Yeah, might as well. Let's do it. It's a Friday. This is ESPN Radio. Come on.
Follow the Syracuse Crunch through the Calder Cup playoffs. Two seconds and one. The Crunch has swept the Emmerks. They're headed to the North Division Finals. It's a 6-3 win in Game 3. It's a three games to zero series sweep for the Crunch. Their fourth sweep in franchise history. And the Crunch, for the second consecutive season, are headed to the North Division Finals. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. We got bagels just came in. Very nice. You're giving Infante some heat for not playing on our team. I am. Uh, yeah, listen, the guy, he's our, supposedly our guy, he's a college basketball player. He played D2 ball, right? D2, three, same difference. <laughs> no, it's not. Sure it D2 is. gives scholarships. He's a scholarship basketball player. He's a man. He's a manly man. You see, when you got the juices going on, though, I said to him, man, man, you're our guy, boy. So then he started feeling it. Yeah, he's like, you brought him back to his heyday. <laughs> we did bring him back to his heyday. You said, "How dare you say D two or three? A terrible thing to say." Well, when you're as great as more, I was. it's more D than you. Oh. So, 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 I want to know. <laughs> I want to hear this story. Justin, you coach the team. I, I used to coach up at a Bayheim basketball camp. They do it for the kids every year, and he was one of the coaches. What's that? What's that look like? Uh, you coach? Not, you I, I coached coaching? Danny Shea's kid for a while. You did, did you? yeah. Did they did they dunk on you? Like are the were the kids bigger than you? No, they were like seven years old. Were you dominating? <laughs> I was swatting the shots. <laughs> I could see you yeah. taking some kid and just swatting. giving him the Dikembe Matumbo finger. <laughs> what was the um, Ace Ventura? What was the what was the movie he did when he went out and played basketball? He's a um, cable guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cable guy? yeah. Yeah, and he showed up for basketball and was a monster. <laughs> That would be so great. This, yeah. Even if we just set Seth or Joe up that way. Like, we drove and I just dropped him. <laughs> just, just see the face. No, Joe, you're, you're fine. Know. You're fine. Just Joe, just dribble it. Just dribble it. You're good. Seth, drive, drive. drive. Just, clo- no! just close line. <laughs> yeah, they don't call fouls, do they? By the way, this was you talking to, uh, to, to Stephen Fox. Trying to hype him up. Dude, you still got you it. it? So he's got the music. Steve, you still got it, man. Get out there. You got it. <laughs> Sweep he, the leg, Johnny. When he said he was 42, I wanted to punch him when he said I retired him at 42. 42. I mean, he's 15 years younger than me. No one's going to ever get you down. You're the best. This is I got to tolerate here. It's incredible. We have no knife. No, just dunk it. Yeah, dude, you, that's yeah, your man. cream cheese now. Just that's the yours. whole thing. That's all yours. Don't worry about it. The whole thing of cream cheese. Uh, what time you got? Two minutes Two left. minutes, and I just want to drop something on you. Starting it. next week, we will begin registering offices here on the Daniel Baldwin Show because we will be doing a monthly happy hour. I hopefully... The salespeople ran this by Daniel Baldwin already. But we'll Haven't be, heard a word of it. <laughs> we'll be doing a monthly happy hour where uh, Daniel and I will be going uh, to Shaughnessy's at the Hotel Syracuse, and we'll... Uh, 
once a month hang out with you in your office, talk sports. I can't. I can't wait to find out how much Shaughnessy is paying for that and how much I'm getting extra. <laughs> you might just be hanging out with Paulie once a week. <laughs> once a month. One uh, lucky lobby. There was a great line when I first met Ed, and we were talking stuff when I'm with the great Ed Levine, and we're in his office, and he goes, "Let me tell you something. Nobody has ever left Ed Levine." Over how much money they made. <laughs> right at that point, I felt like I need $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happens? Explain the Shaughnessy's gig. No one no one says anything to me because now I've started saying no. Because, so. uh, well, um, we're going to do a happy hour for one Friday a month. That means our show is actually going to go on no, during the show? No, we're just going to go out and smile and kiss babies and shake hands. At while, what time? Like office. 5 o'clock? Yeah. Oh, after my responsibilities of the show are over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's going to happen. You just broke that new on the air. <laughs> I love that. I'm yeah. sure there's an appearance fee for it. Yeah. $75. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my favorite moment. No, you know, you know what I'm going to do? Now, this is what you do. And this is backfired on me before. I remember I was... Um, it was uh, the Romeo and Juliet murders was mm-hmm. the name of the movie. It was that, that girl that was in high school that got her college boyfriend to come into the bedroom and shoot her mother and father and kill him. And so they asked me to play the, the evil father, and it was uh, Melissa Joan Hart played the girl many years ago. So they made the offer to me. It was a pretty substantial offer. I had to work like four days. You know? Yeah, right, went, right. I went, how much am I? I said, my ask him for three times that. I did did not want to take from my hiatus and go down from shooting homicide in Baltimore to... Although it was South Carolina, it was. I went tell them when I it was someone shot in like, in like May, and I went, okay, well tell them I want a house for May, June, and July. Wow! And they went, okay. So oh. I, got, I got this sick beach house. Right? It was like a five bedroom, way over the top, on the ocean. I went, okay. Well, I want a Mercedes five hundred and fifty SEC, and they went, okay. And they gave me the car for four me, days of work. For four days of work, and they gave me the house for the summer. <laughs> in the summer and so and the money was like off the chain it was you know close wow. to it was like no it wasn't six figures but it was a lot and so and I turned I'm like are they really gonna give this is way more money than I normally make so I give, evidently Melissa her mother who's her producer loved homicide mm-hmm. and she wanted me on the show so she had some control over it and she made that I'm like Man, why can't I get any of those? I'm working for a $75 appearance fee, yeah, for God's sake. where's Shaun the house sees. in the Mercedes, Yeah, bro. well, let's get Ed in the room. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, next week on all of, the, all of the shows, we'll be giving out free sport clip haircuts. Wow. Sports clips. What a big so, week. I might go to sports clip, actually, if, 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 if the, the uh, That's marketing... That's why you're getting paid for going to the thing. I get yeah, a free I'm going to cut hair. Get I'm going to cut hair. I'm going to veat people's meat, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cut hair. All right, we'll hand it back over to uh, Dan Levitard. We'll be back to, uh, next Monday. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.